Hello, everybody. Hello, wonderful people. Welcome to this week's um, episode on the Sovereign Divinity Podcast. And I'm so excited to have this beautiful guest on the show for this week. Um, Caitlin Gordon is a doctor of acupuncture and functional medicine clinician. And she owns, is it Amaluna? Mm -hmm. Amaluna. Yes, I love that name. Amaluna Wellness, a holistic health clinic based in Boulder, Colorado. So if you are in the Denver area or Boulder, you got to check her out. Okay. And um, she sees patients for acupuncture and functional medicine in office and also via telemedicine nationwide. Caitlin's spiritual journey began around the same time as her physical healing path and led her to specialize in treating emotional health imbalances with an emphasis on the mind-body connection, which we're going to be talking about um, today. She uses the unique blend of mindfulness techniques, transformational coaching, and neuroscience to help patients create the conditions in which they can heal. Welcome, Caitlin. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm so excited for us to be talking about um, this, yummy talk, um, this yummy topic. First thing, I met Caitlin in grad school, and I still remember this. I remember walking in the parking lot, and she was doing like a hula hoop thing, and I was like, who's this gorgeous lady? <laughs> and she, she would do that a lot. Like, you see her standing by her car and just dancing, and I was like, oh my goodness, this woman is amazing. <laughs> And I found out that she was also a Virgo. So then we started talking about Virgos and, you know, just, it, it, it just, your beauty, your beauty, the energy of your beauty is what drew me to you. And I think I've told you that plenty of times and then getting to know you in the depths of your soul. Like you, you, you're just such a beautiful woman. And I'm so glad that I know you, I have you in my crew. So, no, um, Yeah so mutual i love i have now i have to tell you like my memory of you from school because i <laughs> it's so funny i forgot that I ever was hula hooping i'm like what a such a like such a crazy person um like totally have no memory of doing that but i i know that i did uh, that's amazing and so i mean i have lots of memories of you from school but the one of these things that stands out to me still is we were partnered for some you know, like treatment that we were doing on each other and you were doing some energy work or Reiki or something at my feet. And I had <laughs> such a profound experience of feeling you as an energetic being that I was like, whoa, energy healing is real. And it was like, not until that moment that I was like, oh, there's like something magical about this human. And like, not everyone has that. And it was like, it was so impactful to me because I could just feel this, like I was like lit up by whatever you were doing. I remember. So I, I, I always remember. think of you as just pure magic. Since oh, man. You thank you. Thank you. I still remember that. I can never help it. I mean, when we were in class like that and we're paired up, it's like the moment, you know, like the people that I was paired with, it was specific. And the moment I like touched them, it's like, I can't help it. Like mm. energy starts flowing. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> you receive, here we go. It was so cool. Oh, but I remember you're like, wow. Are you doing something? <laughs> you I know, I was so naive at that point. I was sort of just like just dipping my toes into, you know, now it's like, yeah. but at the time I was so blown away. Um, yeah. Oh, it, that was unmistak fabulous. Un unmistakable for sure. 
So since we're talking about that, our journey, like looking back, I want tell us a little bit about how your journey to, you know, energy healing, acupuncture, functional medicine, come on. Like, how did that even begin? Yeah. Um, like preschool or post-school? <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you want to start. Okay. Um, I think like many people, I got interested in alternative methods of healing because I was sick and um, wasn't, Western medicine wasn't getting the answers I wanted. And I went and saw an acupuncturist and my experience with her was also very profound. Mm. And I think just intuitively, there was a part of me that was very magnetized to it and knew that the type of healing I needed wasn't going to be a traditional. Um, and then that's just sort of, it's unfolded and, and to the point where now I really think that the vast majority of the chronic illness I was dealing with was really psycho, emotional, spiritual in nature, and that it just mm. manifested as physical symptoms. Um, but it took me, you know, it's taken the last 10 years to sort of come to that realization through many paths. And so functional medicine was sort of my attempt again to intellectualize and learn like what was not working with my body. Um, and the science part of my brain like loves getting into lab work and herbs and like doing all the like problem solving. Like I totally yep. intellectually get off on that. Um, <laughs> so it was fun and you know it's one of many pieces of the puzzle with people but it's it's a useful tool and I'm grateful to have that knowledge now too yeah beautiful um I think it's very interesting how um our emotional like the the imbalances in our emotional body surfaces into our physical body you know yeah. like this year I've had to do a lot of releasing in my emotional body and it's incredible like how much my body has changed mm. just doing that you know and so yeah it's it's so powerful and so needed and I just hope that more and more people will start diving into these what they call the woo-woo stuff right I know. Which I'm like no it's not woo-woo it says it says what word am I looking for it's as real as our physical reality if we oh, want absolutely. it absolutely you know, it's so potent when we start there, you know, things actually make sense in the physical when we start in the spiritual. So as always, I wanted to, um, I want to ask you this question. What does sovereign divinity mean to you, my love? I love, you know, it's such a intriguing combination of words. I love yeah. of your podcast. <laughs> and I had to think like when you asked me, I was sort of like, I don't, I have no idea, but to me, sovereign divinity is an experience of the divinity that exists within me. That is mine alone, my relationship to my God, to the God within, to the, you know, that kind of interconnected, empowered place of source that exists yes. in me. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, I love asking people this question because in a way, part of it, it has an activation in there. It actually activates that energy within each person. Mm. And then also want people to realize that there's no one definition when it comes to our divinity and our sovereignty. There's no one way or one rule. We all have our own way of experiencing that. And I want people to really step into their own definition and their own way of experiencing that 
that magic within themselves. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's such a, I mean, it's brilliant of you to to have named your podcast this and <laughs> use it that way. I love it. It's like a spell. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Um, and then who are you when you are in your highest expression, when you're in your higher self mode? On the outside, I am blissful, joyful, creative, open, um, embodied. And on the inside, there's a deep sense of alignment and this unshakable baseline of happiness. Mm. I love that. I love that a lot. Don't forget adventurous. Okay. You cannot totally forget adventurous. adventurous. <laughs> but I mean, that's even my lowest self. So. <laughs> you gotta put that in there. Cause whenever you go out there and you're exploring, you're putting it, you are, you just look so radiant and so happy when you're out yeah. there exploring. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. My highest self wants to be in nature, like connected to the earth. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. The elements. I know. So talk to me about the mind-body connection. What is that about? The way that I understand, I mean, it's, we could get really complicated with it, but the way, <laughs> that, I, the way that I understand it is, is the two-way street between the way that our thoughts and emotions impact our physiology and then the way that our physiology impacts how we think and feel. Yeah. And that they're, it goes both ways and they're very connected. And so we like to think that our personality or our temperament is just like part of who we are. Mm-hmm. And it's actually very much designed or dictated by what's happening in our physical bodies um, and changeable in terms of like gut health and toxicity and all those things actually impact how we think and feel. Yeah. And similarly being in certain, you know, aside from, we all know stress is like not good for your health, but more than that, being in certain states of consciousness, you know, certain states of negative thinking or, um, or even, you know, elevated states of like joy, those all impact our physiology too, in a way that, that changes how our body functions. Yeah. Absolutely. So how do you throw, when you throw, well, when you throw spirituality in there, the spiritual body or the spiritual consciousness, what does that look like now? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that, I think a lot of people, of course, everyone typically wants to feel more happiness or love or less stress in their life or more peace. And I, I, my experience has been that a lot of people struggle to maintain any of those states, right? Like they'll get it for a little bit and it feels very elusive and, you know, they're trying to sort of orchestrate their life. So they feel more of those things. And I think without bringing in spirituality and some kind of connection with the divine there, that's where people are missing. It's the missing piece. Yeah. Um, that we actually need that to sustain these higher states of consciousness and, and better feelings on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, there was something that popped in while you were talking about that. Um, 
I feel like the spiritual aspect of things, when you add it to, you know, the mental, the emotional and the physical, it really brings in like a balance, a grounded balance. We tend to think of the spiritual nature as something that is like far. We have to reach up, reach far to get it. And it's like this elusive thing that you use, like maybe there. But the only reason why it is like that is because we're not bridging the physical and that spiritual. The only way for us to experience that spiritual um, energy is for us to fully be in our body. 100%. Oh, it's so beautifully yeah. said. Yeah, like our body is <laughs> our, right. our vessel for experiencing exactly. the divine. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love what you do because you have the ability to, you teach your patients how to combine these two and be present in their body and take care of their body so that they can really receive what they're trying to call in and, you know, live it in, in this physical realm, you know? So mm-hmm. tell me, how do you incorporate all of this when you're working with, um, with your patients? Hmm. You know, I, how much I verbally dive into spiritual connection and, and the role that plays is really dependent on the patient, right? So wherever they're at in their process and they have the language around that or that relationship or not, but I'm always looking at people, especially because I treat so much anxiety and depression, which again, I believe a lot of that is a disconnect from spirit and a disconnect between mind and body, right? Like things aren't integrating. Um, and so oftentimes it's, it's simple. It's like asking people questions like where, where are you creatively fulfilled? What like gets you feeling like you're in flow? Um, or like, when do you feel most vibrant in your body? What are you doing? And just starting to like pull the pieces together that like how you feel and your mental health is very connected to what's happening in your body. And that these are important pieces of health, just like putting that into the conversation that it's more than just what are you eating and are you sleeping enough? Absolutely. So we're talking about um, like the looking, you mentioned something about um, the fulfillment and then, you know, the disconnection with spirit and disconnection with mind and body. Let's talk about um, tapping into your higher self or the divinity. Like tell me your journey about that. My personal journey? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that would be my, my journey. Um, ooh, hmm. I think that's the other thing that I also saw you in school doing. Apart from the dancing, it was yoga and also meditating. Like I'll mm-hmm. always see you like in the corner doing some kind of yoga stance and then oh, you're sitting there just breathing, you know, doing breaks. Like <laughs> those three, yeah. 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 That's, it was definitely around that time that I started um, really out of desperation because I was, my anxiety was so bad and I was just like, didn't feel well so much at the time. Um, Got curious about practices that were going to help me feel more at ease in my own body. And yoga was definitely my, my entry point. I think like a lot of Westerners to the concept that there was something I could do physically that was going to help my brain get quieter. And that, and it, I vividly remember, cause we were required in grad school to do Qigong and Tai Chi. Yes. Yep. And for me to try and sit during Qigong, 
in a cross-legged position within two or three minutes, I was in agony. I was in so much pain. Mm -hmm. I had so much physical pain trying to be still, um, which is fascinating. Looking back, I couldn't, it like hurt my back. It hurt my hips. I felt like I was going to crawl out of my skin. Like I was in so much dis-ease with my own body. Um, and so I, you know, I have so much empathy for people who try to do something like learn to meditate and they're just like, I can't do it. Like, yeah. it doesn't feel good because that was so me. It did, there was nothing about it that felt good. Um, so yoga was an easier entry point because moving my body felt more accessible and yeah. it was easier to sort of quiet my brain, um, through movement. And yeah, I think that's what, where things first started to open up for me that, um, that I could really impact my, and there was something that felt calming and fulfilling about those practices that I couldn't put my finger on and, but made me curious enough to start yes. looking into to teachers and, and reading books and looking into like somatic based therapies and all of these ways where I could, I intuitively knew that I needed to heal my connection, my mind body connection, that I needed to be more in my body and yeah. that there was stuff stored in my body that was, that needed to be processed and released. Yeah. You know, the funny thing, um, being a Virgo, there's a reason why we chose to be a Virgo or an earth sign, because our bodies are the key to everything we're trying to do. Like we literally cannot escape our bodies. Like for me, at the beginning, I was not in my body. I did not want to be here. Okay. I was so mad at God. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. why, why did I even decide to come here? I mean, God didn't force me to come here. I chose to come here. Um, Mm -hmm. there's a part in my memory where I remember separating from my soul family, my soul splitting, you know, into the masculine and feminine. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it anymore. And I was just like falling down that cosmic womb. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I changed my mind. Can I come back? And so Mm -hmm. for the longest time, very detached, very connected to my divinity and the higher realms. That's natural for me. But when it came to my body, I was like, okay, it's doing good. We're good. Let's go back. (laughs) You know, it's just so, it makes so much sense that we chose to be an earth sign because it's like, Hey, you can't escape your physicality. No, it's the key to everything that you need to accomplish in this lifetime. And it's like, Oh, I know. You're like, this thing is in the way. It's so and, handy. Why is it here? It like causes me all these like things exactly. that are like distracting. Like, why do I have to deal with it? Exactly. Oh, yeah. So it's been quite a journey to really come back to my body. And like, I literally had to choose to be here, to mm. be in my body, to, to, to. And you know, the funny thing is that, you know, being a Virgo is also connected to the health field, you know, like the, um, and then mother nature, like medicine and all of that. And so for me, like that part was also like, I knew when my body was about to get sick and I also knew exactly what to eat. So I wouldn't get sick, mm-hmm. you know, like back home in Ghana, I remember every time I felt like I was about to get malaria, I would just eat. We had like orange trees, lemon trees, and like, I would literally go grab the unripe ones and just eat it. And mm-hmm. that's all I crave. I would crave like, you know, spinach and I would crave and I would just eat those and I would be fine. Everyone else would get sick and I would be just fine. So that's even though I was out of my body, the wisdom of it, the energetics of it, I was still connected to, yeah. which is like, oh my God, how does that even happen? It's powerful. You know, so when I dropped into my physical body, 
I really had to start looking because by the time I reached that point where that consciousness was back into my physical body, I had accumulated a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of trauma that it was literally packed in my physical body. So right, because you weren't feeling it in real time. You were just sort of exactly. dissociated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, yes. it, it's such an important work for us to do. Um, mm. I what, love what hearing that story from you. It's, it's just so relatable. It's like that was exactly how I felt when I started. Like I, I had so much pain coming back into my body because of that. Like I literally was disassociated from my body for almost my entire childhood because yep. – I was so spiritually connected and so not able to sort of relate to people on that plane. Um, And I couldn't, I think that because we need, you know, because a healthy way of processing emotion is very body-based, right? There's a somatic component. And so if you have a lot of emotion, you're trying to process, it feels overwhelming. It's natural. You kind of pop out of your body so that you don't have to feel it. Um, And it became such a pattern for me. Yeah. To my My detriment. My grief was literally, I mean, now, I mean, I want to, I'm saying worse because I haven't had an asthma attack in like forever <laughs> now, which That's is good. Amazing. That is my grief. That's how my grief showed up. Um, mm. And it just, this year, especially I was like, okay, where else am I holding this grief? Because I'm still feeling it. I can't, I, I don't want it anymore. It doesn't feel I don't need it anymore. I used to need it. I don't need it anymore. And I choose something better. Like I've had to like really bring that, like just go deep in my body where before it's like, okay, we're going to go to the spiritual realm. It's like, uh, uh-uh. there's a reason why you're a Virgo and earth sign. You need to do the work physically. Okay. So what, what do you need to do physically? I'm like, come on, but let's go out there and do the work. <laughs> right. Great. Stay in my comfort zone, yeah. which is like, <laughs> And we, we've mastered that part. We yeah. have, you know, we have mastered the spiritual realm and that's why we chose to do the physical aspect of it, which I think is just so, oh, that's I all know. I can say. I feel the same way. It feels tedious. I have resistance to it. I'm like, it doesn't feel natural or easy to be like in loving relationship with my body. It's this constant it's like the relationship I have to work at all the time. Exactly. You know, the beauty of it, though, is like once you get into the swing of it, it actually starts to feel good. Yeah. You're like, yeah. why didn't I do this? Oh, my gosh. Why didn't I do this earlier? But it's like before we start, before we even take that step, like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to do it. Okay, I changed. My- no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and then we step in and it's like, oh, my gosh, I feel amazing. Why didn't I do that before? It took me years to do this step, you know? Yeah. Um, It's so important for us, especially in this day that we're in. I feel like spirituality has been so convoluted. Is that even the right word? Yeah. Where people are literally using it to dissociate from their physicality. Yeah. Or not. Hi, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like not. In a way, it's like you, they're not using it to um, your fullest potential. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like you were saying before, there are these three pieces, right? The spiritual, emotional, and physical. It's, it's, they're not hierarchical. It's like they need to be integrated, and they're all equally important to recognize. And if we're, we're not addressing any part, things become out of balance. And certainly exactly. it's, it's like this temptation to go into the spiritual because it feels so good initially that you can leave your body behind or you can yes. not process the emotional part. You're like, if I just meditate a lot, I don't want to feel my feelings. 
And like, that's pretty nice sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I, for the longest time I could not show, I mean, I have a, a Capricorn ascendant and so mm-hmm. emotions, I mean, I'm stoic. It, you have to move me to show, even when I'm happy, when something really moves me, it's like a little bit and then nothing. You know? <laughs> and before it's like, I could not cry, even though I knew that my soul needed that cleansing. Yeah. And it was in the mystery school and we were doing our um, healers and teachers initiation program. And my teacher that day would not let off me. I mean, seriously, I was like, oh crap. When she puts her eyes on you, I mean, she is... That woman is incredible, powerful. And so mm-hmm. everything she was saying, it was like, oh my gosh, she's like pulling all this crap. Well, before I knew it, it was like the floodgates flew, like a whole week of crying nonstop. But no mm-hmm. bloody reason. Just I mean, we know what the reason was, but still right. it's like going from something broke. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like being able to cry. And I remember coming back to class, I was like, You did this to me. <laughs> she's like good good does it feel good I was like yeah totally oh that's so been my experience you know I'll go weeks and or months and really won't cry about anything because it's just not my nature to be emotional in that way exactly and then something will happen and I'm the same way like it'll be you know there was there was a couple months a year or two ago but it's the floodgates open and then it's this massive release for days and it's so cathartic it's like I all of a sudden can like feel my oh heart in a way that I couldn't before it's like you know it feels so good yes and it <laughs> sometimes it also hurts too I mean it's it just right? like all it's compacted like, yeah yeah it's intense and you just like it's like that kind of cry like <laughs> you know just like <laughs> rolling like, it's like a tsunami just constantly just coming through you're like oh my goodness you know yeah but it's the release is the cleansing is the baptizing of our soul with those waters and helping totally. us cleanse those, those imbalances and those hurts and the pains and heal our hearts. Oh, it's so healing. It's so <laughs> healing, you know? Yeah. Um, but I love that we're talking about this topic, the mind, body, and spirit, and bringing all of those coming into balance and how important it is. We can't just escape in one and think that all the other ones will come into balance, you know? Mm-hmm. We, we know that, yeah. And I mean, this, I'm guessing you've had a similar experience, but the more that I'm able to be in my body, my physical body and have uh, like an intentional and aware and, and loving relationship with my body, the more it's like, it's like, it's amplified my ability, my other kind of gifts and talents, right? I see my intuition is so much stronger. I I get downloads in a way that I didn't, it's just, it's like a superpower to be able yes. to be connected to, to all three, to all three arenas Absolutely. and same with emotions. Like there, you know, for so long, I sort of felt like emotions were inconvenient and, <laughs> and then learning how that like the, the wisdom of my emotional reactions and trusting that and actually letting that fuel what I, the work I do in the world. Absolutely. Oh man, yeah, we are, we're so alike. <laughs> we're so alike. Say, wait, what's your um? Where is your moon in astrology? My moon is um Sagittarius. Yes, it's the fire, Sagittarius. Yeah, so I have Virgo, Sag, and Capricorn. So I always um describe myself as like the the lava underneath the earth. So perfect. Yeah, it's 
Yeah, sometimes, you know, it's like when the emotions accumulate, it's like, be careful, the lava will spill out and burn you. (laughs) (laughs) But it takes a lot. It takes a long time, you know. Right. Um, Yeah, I love it. I love this, what we're talking about. So um, what are some tools that you use um, in your life to kind of bring you in balance with the three levels of the three aspects that we just described? Yeah. So meditation is a big part of my daily practice and I meditate a couple times a day, every day. And wow. that I do. Yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> it, you know, after years, again, describing where I started, where it was like painful to even be still for five yeah. minutes. And now I sit for about 30 minutes twice a day. Um, and I've been doing that for the last two and a half years. And that's been, it's been incredible because it's helped me. It helps me be in my body because I have to be still. And for me, one of the ways that I avoid being my body is like staying busy and moving and sort of, which, you know, it's interesting because exercise can also put me in my body, but yes, the distraction of life makes it easier for me to sort of not pay attention to what's happening with my body. Yeah. So the stillness is really powerful for me. And same with the emotions. It's like there is enough sort of downtime that I can feel my feelings without a lot of distraction. Yes. And that helps. Um, I'm definitely someone where I need a decent amount of alone time to integrate because I will get distracted by other people's feelings and energy and, mm-hmm. and I'll lose track of integrating my own stuff if I don't have enough yeah. time alone. Um, and I spend, I particularly like to like be out in nature alone. That's a really helpful time for me to tune into yes. my senses, which puts me back in my body. Um, and there's something about just like hiking or walking that feels like it's, it integrates all of those things for me. Like I feel connected really to does. God when I'm in nature, yes. I feel connected to my feelings cause it's quiet and I'm alone. I feel connected to my body. Yeah. Yeah, nature is powerful. I love it. And uh, when you mentioned the being like meditating like multiple times a day, it's just kind of like I got chills because that's something that I even talked in um, another episode in the podcast where before I had the little one, I could meditate for like an hour. I felt good. I had the time for myself. I could journal. And now it's like if I get five minutes. <laughs> I mean, it's such a privilege oh that gosh. I have the time. Like I have to... I had to, well, yeah, I I had to redefine or restructure my meditation where, you know, before it's like sitting there quietly. Now I literally have to come become or be creative about it. So dancing with him becomes meditative. Just Mm -hmm. sitting there staring at him in a way becomes meditative. He's he's become almost like a portal for me to connect even deeper, which is like, Mm. it's pretty intense. (laughs) It's so beautiful that you are able to, you know, one that you're just adapting and not being like, oh, there's not time. So I won't do it. You're just like, I will will reframe the way that I create that space and connection. That's one of my superpowers, adaptability. It's amazing. (laughs) I see it. I love it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, meditation is like priority for me. Like when I don't have, and journaling too, when Mm -hmm. I don't get to do that, I'm, I'm a mess. Like my, mm. Steven knows, like my husband knows this. Like, he's like, did you, did you meditate? No. <laughs> Do you need some time? <laughs> Do you need some, yeah. Can you go play with the little one? Like it's, 
because otherwise us being connected to you know the planet mercury being virgos like our minds are constantly like downloading and creating and coming up with ideas it's like it never it feels like it never sleeps and mm-hmm. so when i meditate it's just kind of like okay you need to calm down now <laughs> okay just calm down simmer down let me just breathe for mm-hmm. just a second let me just breathe and feel peace you know so it's yeah. a priority for me too yeah Absolutely. um yeah what else would you like to share in terms of your work and what you love about it and yeah oh what else I mean on this topic one of the things that I love about working with people especially with acupuncture is that I get to I get to to help people who are disassociated or not in their bodies start to heal that connection again because acupuncture it's really hard to not be in your body when you're receiving an acupuncture treatment and not yes. because, and not because it's painful, but because it's, <laughs> there's sensation and yes. there's sensation in a variety of parts of your body in places that we don't necessarily put needles, but things light up. Right. Yes. You know? And so it's a very like pull you into your body experience initially. Yes. And then what I love is most many people, once the nervous system sort of settles again, after points are put in, it actually becomes incredibly transcendent. And so it's like a very meditative experience for people to be laying on the table. So it's both this connection with the body. And then once you're in your body, you get to have this very blissful transcendent experience. That's um, for some people, it's the only time they've ever experienced that. Whereas a lot of us, like we get that every time we meditate or we have these practices where we know what that feeling is like. And it's and it's not disassociation, but it's you're transcending your physical body, which is this incredible feeling where like you feel unity with your environment or with source or with whatever, however you want to cognize it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so for me to have people learn that you can, that your body is like the vessel for that experience and that being in your body, actually, then you get this like reward of this transcendent. There's something healing in that, I think. And it happens on a very subtle layer for people, but we're creating these associations that, um, that, yeah, like that it's a good thing to be really connected and integrated. Um, and I love watching people start to, they'll just naturally feel more inspired to take better care of their physical bodies. And they get more curious about other things that will give them transcendent experiences. And to me, both of those things are beautiful. Yeah. So did you have something that you'd like to share with the audience today? About what? (laughs) (laughs) I think you wanted to, you said either um, the chakra balancing or meditation. Oh, like a meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You said, wait. I'm all. What are we talking about? (laughs) I did this. I did your Google form so long ago that I'm like, I don't even know. Um. Okay, so one of the practices that I'll share that I've been doing just the last few months that I've been loving is um, it's borrowed from, is it cherry? It's a Native American tradition and it's called a rainbow, rainbow meditation, rainbow visualization. So it's working with colors. And if you're familiar at all with the chakra system, then you know that, that it's color based. And so this is not directly working with the location of the chakras, but it is working with the, the colors in that order. Yeah. And so it's a visualization that I work it into my meditations at the very end. So it's the way that I finish each of my meditations for the day. 
And (laughs) so (laughs) the first round is you start by closing your eyes and you want to picture some scene that some scene in nature that that fills you with gratitude so some beautiful place you've been or seen or like something that gives you a feeling of gratitude and then you sort of imagine that scene melting so that you get all the colors of the rainbow and then you're going to take this pool of rainbow color you'll start with red and you allow that color to wash from your head all the way down to your feet and you're allowing the color red to to wash through your system and take with it anything that needs to be cleared out. So you're clearing any kind of energy that that red light is gonna sop up and take with it. And so you do red through your whole system and then you do orange through your whole system and then yellow and then green and blue and purple and take as you know when i do this in my own i'll often take a lot of time each color sometimes has a different texture they'll feel more sort of effervescent or denser or there'll be spots that i as i imagine it washing through my system that it feels like it's catching something and sticking a little so just being in the experience the visualization and then once that last color has washed through i go back through and as i go through the colors i'm imagining this energetic shield by each color going through my system. So starting with red, my whole body shielded with red light and then orange light and then yellow light, layering on green and then blue and then finally purple, violet, indigo. Hmm. And then once I have my layers of energetic protection, I'll pick something like a piece of jewelry that I'm wearing or something that's on my body. And I'll ask that it hold my container for me for the day. So hold my energetic container. Um, And oftentimes it's a ring or like sometimes I'll have jewelry in my nose and I'll just be like, can you just hold my energetic container for me? And as a totem and, and that's it. And then sending gratitude back out to nature to the colors, the protection and the clearing and going about my day. Hmm, that was delicious. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of kind of like the rainbow warrior activation kind of thing. Mm. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, totally. That's, it's so powerful, like bringing all those. Because I love that you also said when you connect to each color, it goes beyond just the color. If you allow yourself to go deeper, like the texture, the, the energetic signatures of it, you know, the messages that might come through. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. And I didn't, there, you know, that depth has kind of developed the more I do it. And I think that's how it goes for people. And the way I relate to color in my daily life has shifted too. like, I was on a hike today and everything was so green and I was just having this, like I could feel the way that that seeing that color was like, was having this very heart opening impact on me. And it's funny. I didn't even put it together. And I said something to my friend about the green is just feeling like it's like so therapeutic right now. And she was like, well, yeah, your heart chakra. And I was like, yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> it's just stuff like that where you're like, right. Of yeah, course. Of course. I love that. You know, the funny thing, it also shows when you take pictures of it, like your pictures are very vibrant. Mm-hmm. You can actually feel it through the pictures. So yeah. Wow. 
But thank you. Thank you for sharing this experience with us. Um, and if someone wants to connect with you and work with you, how can they do that? There, my website is amalunawellness.com. Ama is just A-M-A, Luna like a moon. And then I'm on Instagram as Dr. Kate, D-R period, C-A-I-T-E. And those are the two best ways to find me. Beautiful, beautiful. So again, if you're in the Denver area in Colorado or um, Boulder, you got to look her up. She's pretty incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, and thank you. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast episode. I'm so grateful that we were able to have this conversation. I could talk to you forever. I was so like, say, I'm like, like oh, yeah. it's, it's been so <laughs> wonderful. Thank you. Thank Such you. And thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. And until next time, goodbye. Mm-hmm.